You are listening to the Mary Jane Society podcast, brought to you by Studio 420, a cannabis-friendly marketing agency. I'm your host, Pam Schmiel, a marketer and publicist in the cannabis industry. What does it take to start a cannabis TV channel? Few have tried, but the industry was too new and the general public was still adjusting to cannabis being legal. Today we meet Carrie Akati. She's been documenting the cannabis industry since 2014. She has knocked on the doors of mainstream networks and made deals with the likes of CBS to produce educational cannabis content. Carrie talks about how she launched Connected TV and the challenges she faces, who she's working with, and her plans for the future of cannabis TV. Let's meet Carrie. Hey! <laughs> how are you? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. So you're in New York, I guess? Yeah, right now I'm in Jersey at my cousin's, but then I'm back in the, I was in the city yesterday and then I'm back all weekend. Oh, okay. Okay. Did you grow up here or you I lived here? Oh, yeah, I did. I grew up in, um, as a kid in Staten Island, my dad had a house in Jersey. And then as an adult, uh, usually Manhattan or the West coast. So back. Oh, forth. right. Right. I know you've been going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I did not grow up here, but I did raise three kids here. So, um, okay. I- <laughs> Part. Um, we're we're in um the financial district. I'm right next to uh, Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, this is an actual photo. <laughs> oh, right on. Okay, I lived at one point down on uh, one ten Greenwich. Oh, okay. Is that is that below um is that below the World Trade Center or above? Right be- yeah, right below it. Yeah. Uh, okay, right by the old boxing. The boxing. I was above the boxing. I used to, I used to work out there. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really excited. I was kind of just looking for another story or kind of dig my teeth in, especially right now with the industry. It's just at this whole stagnant stage and, uh, nothing's moving and nothing seems exciting because everybody's doing the same thing. And, kind of the whole media thing popped up on my radar. And I was like, wow, this is such a great area to explore because, you know, it's always been on my peripheral, but I feel like it's almost been too young in the industry. And, you know, you when, in my research, I've seen the people who have been trying to get it going, have kind of, you know, taken a back seat or just paused it or whatever. Um, but I feel like it could be a really good time right now for media to take the front seat and get us moving again and and convince the public because that's what we really have to do the lawmakers and the public and you know the general mass and things like that so i just wanted to see what is going on who's doing what who's paving the way um so actually i would love to hear uh tell us about um you know 420 media and connected tv uh tell us about that what it is what's your vision do you have partners um, if you could just give us a, an overview of the format of the show, <laughs> who your audience is and what your ultimate vision is, and then we'll start diving into the background. Yes, yeah, so absolutely. I have a, a, a unique story and a, ver- a very consistent story. So I left New York December 10th, 2013 on a mission to educate the world about cannabis after my aunt died. 
So um, I very much started as an activist. I was fortunate to know someone who owned a collective, which is called the dispensary now in Northern California. And so um, I went there because in order to educate, you have to be educated first. Right. Yeah. So um, so that was it. That started my journey. And I literally um, learned how to grow. I met with lawyers, lobbyists and patients. I, at that time, I was able to um, not work in the dispensary, but over a few days, I was able to follow people and really inquire. And, and everyone at that time in, in particular was really giving in their knowledge and their experience. And so I was just a sponge, just taking it all, taking it all in. And then uh, in January 14, New York quasi legalized their executive order. And I called a former colleague and I said, I'm going to start uh, at that time a video production company to showcase the plant for the miracle she is. Did he want to be involved? And at the time he did. Uh, so that I went to my dad's in Arizona, built out our business plan. And I went to, you'll hear me say family a lot. I have a huge family. Mm -hmm. I went to my, uh, my nephews in Oregon. It was Super Bowl 14. It took me to a Super Bowl party. I found somebody there that owned a dispensary and um, said, I'll, I'll come in and give you free content. You let us come shoot. We needed content to build our websites and our social. And um, he's he's an MS patient. He's still a friend and sometimes client to this day. And um, we went in, flew a guy in from New York. We went in and we were filming dispensary back in um, about February 14. We were working with Vine. We were putting video together. We were putting memes together. We had, um, I mean, we were we were doing what a lot is coming out now. And um, we had uh, something, there was something that came up. We ended up in Seattle, Washington. We went to the MJ uh, BA. It was an event. We ended up filming the first Seattle cannabis tour. And we had such synergy. We moved there a week later. And that really, um, started our our real journey and you know my background I'm a producer I'm a filmmaker I'm a trained actor so that wasn't new I'm also a cannabis patient and consumer since I'm very young so it the plant is I have a personal relationship and the mission was a soul mission I watched my best friend die before my eyes and suffer in a way that she didn't have to she just didn't have to and so you know that's really when core of it and then, and then life in business. So in Seattle, uh, business gets screwed over, partner breakup, the whole thing. Um, had a great, uh, but I'm a networker. I, I went everywhere. I introduced myself to everyone. And I was really naive because I didn't know about an industry. I just knew we were on a mission. And so I met, um, there's a, a group called Seattle Hemp Fest. And Seattle Hemp Fest has been going on for 20, I think they just went on their 29th year. It's the largest running protestable. It's about three miles long in Seattle and um, vendors and nine stages and speakers and panels. And I had connected with someone there and they asked to come film. And, and so we, 2014, I had nine videographers over three days and two nights capturing content. And that was the uh, journey, you know, I've been on since. And so really uh, fast forward, we, we uh, someone contacted me. So I was very active on LinkedIn back then. Um, someone from a TV station named Cron4 contacted me, offered me an opportunity to take cannabis brands to TV. 
I jumped on it. So at that time, I didn't even know what it meant. I was accepting deals while I was Googling paid media buyer. So uh, it was, it, I am very fortunate. I always had advisors, always had really good support and team and smart people. And, um, and so that started that journey. And that executive went to his old station, which was CBS. So in 2015, in 16, we had what they call an agency of record with CBS for cannabis content. Um, as a paid media buyer, they weren't paying us. We were going to buy the time and put our own content up. Our first, so I got a sponsor for a lot of money, a woman, and we went and filmed our first uh, patient. His name was Col is Colton Turner, and he was 16 and had Crohn's disease. So we went out to Colorado and filmed it and put it into a one minute feature. I'll send it to you. It's on the channel now yeah. and uh, sent it back to CBS. And they didn't say no to us. They offered us a half hour program in San Francisco, Oakland and um, yeah, San Jose. San San Jose. Okay. So we started taking more sponsors. And at one point I, we had what I called the uh, real world house of cannabis in Florida. I had football players and doctors and attorney and nurses filming, filming, filming. And so I had this idea of this channel when my aunt was dying. So I knew as a producer, I have everyone here, let's get as much as we can. So we did, we had different shoots set up and we have behind the scenes, it's fun. It was fun, it was funny, it was great. And then we had one more shoot in Los Angeles and I was in Las Vegas for the MJ BizCon when MJ BizCon was still at the Rio. So a long time ago and it was a week after the election and they reneged on that contract. Big question is CBS. I thought. Yeah. And I mean, you have to be realistic about who pays those bills. I mean, how many who, what commercials are running every four seconds? Right. And so when a plant can help most ailments and things because it's balancing our endocannabinoid system, pharma doesn't really like that either. You know? Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. But also, I guess during that time, I guess you're saying 2015, you know, we, we there was nothing set up for people to buy anything. So to to promote it on a national television it was a show. It was education. They had a five, they had a five minute video from us that had football players, a doctor that went to NIH, a nurse, a promo. Oh no, it was. Oh, so it was education. No, it was a choice. It was. Oh, choice. okay. 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 So educational and okay. Got it. So what happened is we, uh, honestly, it triggered me after I got through the emotional of, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Um, now I saw my aunt lying in that hospital bed. Now you're lying on purpose. Now you're blocking information. Now yeah. I know you are because I'm working with you. I have been in your office. You have talked about me. I have paperwork. This isn't like, I, it's going into documentary. So it's fine now. Um, so what happened is I, I have, I'm always contacted by people 420 media is so we had um other stations i said cron four before and then i was working with a uh, spectrum at the time so went back to con four renegotiated they're like all in went to spectrum they're all in now i have paperwork from both of them different things 
And I decide, wait a minute before I spend any more, waste any more money, let's send them the content. So I send four videos, the same exact ones to both of them. One was full on cannabis. One was just a fact about cannabis. Ranges. Cron4 pulls all content again. Nothing. We will not air anything. And then um, we aired the first commercial on Spectrum on History, Bravo, and Discovery in 2018. And then we actually aired during the Super Bowl in 2019 in the U.S. Virgin Islands in Puerto Rico. And then the person in that commercial is the commissioner of agriculture currently in, in the U.S. Virgin Islands. And it was very PSA-like. Um, so I, that's on the channel and I can send you all this. Yeah. So, so it's all been documented too. I document, everything's been documented. So, you know, these experiences are actually all interrelated. You know, everything, the mission's always been the same. We're going to educate the world in order to, to get, you know, like I, like I stated earlier, in order to educate, you have to be educated. So I took steps, real steps. And then if you're going to educate the world, how are you going to reach them? How are you going to get to them? And so, you know, after going through and actually being in a number of television executives offices and, and really I, I do, I, I'm, I'm definitely a pioneer and, and feel confident in this space. I've done it. Um, you get to a point you're like, wait a minute, let me go back to the other idea. And fortunately with streaming TV, now it changed the layout. And we have eight years of professionally filmed content already. We were always filming, whether I don't film, I just delegate. I'm a producer. So people are filming in New York, filming in Portland, film, you know. So we have uh, from that shoot in Florida, that real world house, we, we have a football series hosted by Super Bowl champ Marvin Washington. So I don't know if you saw the channel yet, but yes, I did. Yeah, no, it looks really good. Yeah, so it's it's now in a different, it felt different coming home this year and now. Um, so now we have the channel up. We're on Roku, Apple, Android TV, Amazon Fire, all the smart TVs except Samsung at, that I know of. And we are going to be expanding to Xbox as well as linear TV within the next six months. Um, and last week, I think it was about a week ago, we announced that we're launching a marketplace on the channel called Canaguide. So we have a full catalog, A to Z. We have each state broken down where people can click into each state and see, you know, what the products are, business to business, um, events, local laws, and, and oh, things. And so now crazy. we're filling that. And that's like, that's for the industry now. You guys it's your product. There's no way I can talk about your product better than you. So pitch the people in their yeah. living room. Yeah. In yeah. contextual environment. So the one thing I just want to try to understand, because I, uh, you know, as, as the outsider on how you get into mainstream. So I just, I just want to clarify. So you had, you had a deal with CBS, national cable television network and it started local it started in a um this it started as uh in the san fran office and then as um well as a relationship develops and news comes in because i was always sending look this law just changed look where this opened up so i had a relationship it wasn't um it was a relationship i i, I went to their office they were you know they were essentially using me 
just as much <laughs> knowledge. And, and I was okay with it. I was totally okay with it. It's fine. We, I, we just want to get the information out. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. And they came to me. So it, it all started by the, by, by someone contacting me first. And so, so CBS then backed out mm-hmm. and, and you're saying they backed out because of pressure, maybe from pharma or their other advertisers. Would that be like kind of what you're saying? Some big industry. A little birdie kind of came. There's no, there's no email that says this is what happened. They just reneged on that agreement. Um, and and honestly, we're gonna let the audience decide in that documentary what happened. You know, for me. I was working with you, not just one deal, two deals where we had a relationship. You had information that was from solid sources. And a week after the election of Trump. Oh, oh, I didn't. Okay. It's gone. Like it just was like. Right. What we all kind of talk about and what we know the other big forces are out there keeping things down and. Right. Okay. I just, I kind of just want to clarify. That's what you were saying. Okay. So then, and and now because streaming kind of came in and people are giving up their, their cable and smart TV seems to be the thing. So you have your own channel. I have our own channel. So what happened is we, so back in, we had the pandemic hit. So prior to the pandemic, I, we had a, a business plan always to have our channel, except ours was much more expensive because when you're building from the ground up, it just takes a lot of other variables. Well, streaming TV opened the door to allow partnerships for pay. It's a service. And so we were able to um, shift gears because we have the content. We already had the content, the relationships, the um, new content coming out, you know, so we just needed a distribution platform. And so that's really what, how that started. So I started engaging with um, platforms, different different um, businesses that, that deal with that. And um, like Roku, like a Roku. Yeah. yeah. So Roku basically has the streaming platform, meaning like, the, do they have the server, the, the server that you go on? Is that how so that I, I have a team. I work with an app team that, so they, it's, it's basically through them, our service, and then they have the outlets distributing already set up. So I don't have to work with Roku individually or any of these individually. Once in a while, you know, with Apple, just just on verification and who we are and things like in that sense, fiscal. Um, but it, no, it's 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 a turn. It's basically a turnkey. So now oh, you get to- all those. Yeah. Oh, OK. It's kind of like when you do a podcast, you kind of once you once you have your RSS feed out there, you can feed into all those different platforms. Same. Very, idea. very similar, but more oh. expensive. OK. I- Okay, so basically you have a channel which is connected to connected TV, and that is on all these different platforms that you named by paying to be on there within their pro. Got it. Okay, I I, I just was wanted to understand that whole process there. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of, of yeah. steps and 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 variables, and like you know, anyone could really you can pay to get a channel, but what are you going to put on it? Right. right? So you don't want a channel is nothing. So we we have content. We've we've hundred. I've over five hundred one on one stories, let alone series and things like that. So 
that we that's where we were in a really good position okay i get it okay i okay i got it okay that's totally clarified that for me um it's just like you know you're so used to turning on your tv and you know things come on and you don't really think about how that all works and and i just was so curious about it diving into all this um so uh so what did, and, and did you have to have any licensing um ag- agreements i guess you have a licensing agreement with them, okay, them and, yeah okay so I mean, there's all sorts of paperwork and verification and ip like you know i can't just I can't just take your show and put it on the channel and things like that. You have to own it. You know I mean? There's certain rights and licensing in that capacity. So um, as a business. Right. So, so what about people, would you bring on other content providers into your station or is that possible? But you would just bring it in through your server or whatever and stream it out. Right. So if you wanted to add other creators, content creators, you can add those to your platform. Yeah. We're in the process of, of doing that now, actually. So the first is, like I said, I'm a, I'm, um, this is real for me. So I'm not here to impress anyone. I'm here to make sure it's working. And so there is steps to, to getting this and even making sure, you know, it works as a work on Roku as a work. Hey, are you're in Italy? Can you see it? Because we're global on Apple and then there's different sizes and all this kind of stuff. So we had to, we had to get there. We had to make sure we have content up to even promote and make sure like people are going to come back. And so now we're going into the step of adding um, different, you know, different ways, either uh, other produced content or we're partnering, we're adding some different podcasting currently so now we're, we're in the uh, space of doing that so think of it like the best way I look at it is like a cable of cannabis so we're an umbrella and so you know unless you have a lot of money and you can play the SEO game what are you going to hit CBD products or you know it's it's just difficult and so really it's meant to help people find each other right mm-hmm. so it's saying hey um and for it changes the stigma because it's on TV, right? So always going back to the original is like, you got to reach people where they are. So you can get them on the phone, you get them on the tablet, you get them on the TV. This is really good. It's on the app now. Soon it will be on the TV where it's linear, which means we're going to start being in your in your guide. So, you know, ESPN, Comedy Central, Connected TV, so then it's going to be, a, you know, so that's going to be another level up and, and reaching those um, audience. But we don't no need to waste time and money without doing it proper, making sure it works first, what we can do and say. So now now we're going to be adding partner content and we're in we're in talks with a lot of people right now. We have we have shows. We have an awesome investment show right now in pre-production. We have an event series. I have a ton of content in post-production too. People are probably like, where are, where is this stuff? Right. So, um, and what's so interesting about this content, it's sad too, is it's, it's evergreen because we all have an endocannabinoid system and the way the industry is even rolling out, it's new to somebody every day. It's always yes. new to somebody every day and something's new. And so for, for, and, and it reaches different people. So if you want to hear from nurses, you can click in a nurse and you want to hear from athletes. Like 
um, if you're black, you're white, you're young, you're old, it doesn't matter. We, everybody's on there. This is a very diverse um, channel, purposeful. So we can reach everyone in their own story. At the end of the day, every person has an endocannabinoid system and animals. So whether you buy it at adult use store or the medical shop or you grow it, you need to understand what this means. That's the basis of it. And then there's, you know, levels of history, how we got here, the lot of craziness. And then there's like all of these awesome products. There's transdermal patches that take your pain away for 30 hours. Or there's different flower that maybe you've smoked one that you didn't like, but you smoke another one and it's just incredible and takes the pain away. But you don't know where to find this. You don't know where to look. You don't know what to ask. You don't know any of these things. And so these fear, these stigma, and, you know, especially as you get older, people don't want to walk into a dispensary. They're scared. It's, it's, it's It's intimidating for any, I remember being intimidated when I first walked in. So that's what we're doing with the dispensaries too. Like take them on a tour. You're here. Let's show them who you are because someone sending their kid to get them the product or do something. So then the kid can come home or the father or the cousin or wife, whatever can say, Hey, you want to see that dispensary? Go look. And it could be your interviews. It could be a tour. It could be, this is the product. This is what it's made from. I don't care what the product, the, the story is your story. We're a platform to help you share your story and we're a destination platform. So we're 24 seven. So you're not paying on a CPM rate which we do in 420 media, but it, it's just different. So, um, yeah, so it's exciting to bring, you know, uh, bring brands to people and, and bring knowledge and information. So 420 media is more of the marketing agency arm of your company and yeah. connected, connected TV is just an offshoot of, of what you're offering uh, as extra services to market your product or your business. Yeah, well, kind of. Uh, 420 Media is an agency, so we work with brands on their digital strategy, content creation, and distribution across traditional or industry. So all three on everything. What's your you know goal, objective, timeline, budget? Cool. What are we creating on that? Is it a billboard? Is it a commercial? Are we photo? Is it all of the above? And then after it's created, it hits those distribution outlets. So then the 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 brand knows what they're doing what they're getting we can set up metrics so you know are you getting more followers are you looking for sales you're, you're looking for brand awareness and then so that's an agency but we work with programmatic we work with billboards we work with like the stalker stuff on your phone that you say i said broccoli and all of a sudden i see broccoli. <laughs> right that's who we work with right so yeah. we but it's expensive. It's a different level of finance. You're paying on a CPM. It's, you know, you're getting the commercials pre-post. Like it's just a different sense. Whereas connected TV, we have programs, we have new shoots. So we add in sponsorship, product placement, um, different within the content. And then now we have the marketplace. So it's essentially um, on 420, we're offering brands, picture company, promo, commercials so we're going to stream it just on an ongoing stream 420 to 430 mm -hmm. and then may 1st we're launching the branded channel so a branded channel is like we're taking the trade show booth and digitizing it 
So your brand colors, your uh, logo, you get a banner ad with link backs to your site. And then we use video content with and static like um, magazine ads with QR codes. So then right from their, their, their couch, they're watching you click in and on your way. And so what we're really doing, Pam, is we're, we're introducing people to the world. We're bringing their brand out there, letting them talk directly. And then we're saying, now get off. You want to learn more? Go to them. So we're all compliant and we can do everything. I tell people, I'm like, you can run through weed bushes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Just get off to, to purchase. Scan here to purchase. So we don't even have e-commerce on that except for video like we'll we'll have pay-per-views and different things like that and so it's a whole other ball game for brands and i really you know we'll see we just put it out so we're just is literally starting and i had to change um i had to change our subscription to add that we didn't have it said you're over 18 so now we're it's almost like starting fresh for everybody so we hooked them up with good pricing and with the point of we're relationship, like get out of the four walls, get out of your Zoom, get here, let's get it to people out here. And then what happens is like their sales team can tap into that. Other people that have a product can go, you, hey, mom, want to see it on TV? Again, we're changing that whole perception. And yeah. then and um and then they can capture, you know, I tell people get your own, do a landing page so you know what's coming from connected, capture your own analytics. Plus say hi. If they scan, they're coming to see you. It's like seeing someone you know, just be welcome them, you know? Right, right. And let's see what happens. It does this work or I don't know. Right, right. We don't, yeah. And also I think something like that is going to take a, a long time to retrain the public, you know, it, it's it, into doing these kind of things. That just takes a long time to, mm -hmm. you know, to get them used to it. So so basically people so the Brands can advertise and do these little commercials um, within the states that you're talking about in, uh, on, on your program. They can connect it everywhere there. And on our channel, our channel is everywhere. OK, so, so you could you if, if I wanted to play, if I wanted to, to produce a commercial for, for connected TV, it would show on certain programs or you would decide which programs, how, how often that's how I would pay for it basically. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. There's different, there's different options and I can send that to you after. So like these are, um, I think the pitches start like with the pitches. So they're the pitches from 410 to 420 on a stream plus they're individual and they're staying up on the channel for a year. Those they start at like 1500 bucks go up on what, else is added and mm -hmm. then the, the branded channels are like literally where they're clicking into your channel so it could be 420 media and then we could have it could be me hi my name is carrie it could be a uh, some of our work it could be you know it, the way we packaged it was the amount of assets so it starts and it's like you can have three assets or four it goes up to infinity on certain levels. So if people want to, you know, maybe they have 20 products and, and 20 dispensaries around, they can all tap into that same channel by building that channel up and who they are. So you can start introducing your team too, corporate. Mm -hmm. um, you can start showing like, what are the products? What is the difference? Uh, what's a transdermal patch? Like it's literally for them because 
each of them have their own little nuance about their brand. So that's, that's the whole purpose is how authentic can we get? Right, right, right. Out there. And then let's see. And that's why I said we, we made the pricing so fair because I don't have the answer. I never did this before. This is fun to me. This is like, cool. <laughs> and, and, and then it's like, as it builds, it will be QVC for THC. Cool. Yes. For, you know, Amazon Live, because we just, again, we have to start low, make sure what works, what doesn't. But ideally we get, you know, within three, six months, people are like, this is my hemp pen, blah, blah, blah. Scan here, blah, blah, blah. Learn this. And, and what where it came from, scan here to subscribe. So they can have their own pitches. Like, right. But it's not YouTube or the WeTube or anything because we still have to go through an approval process. We're not just letting you do anything. There's still no medical claims. There's not going to be, you know, ridiculousness. Uh, we, we're not a big, you know, TNA channel. I'm not going to micromanage every single brand, but we're definitely not a porn and going into that. Don't believe in it. So this is for doctors and nurses and politicians and everyone, but now it's one. So when you take, it's different than having one voice go in and speak as a lobbyist or 10 versus 10,000. So it's really, so really the, the connected TV is an educational platform in multiple different ways, reaching multiple different people on their, their level. So it's for the general public to educate on cannabis in all different ways. Yeah. Okay. Which we really need, which and it's B2B too. Cause in, in particular, this industry B2B and B2C are crossover because there's so much new they don't know where to get anything. So now they're able to tap in and we even have different messaging. So if someone's like, okay, well, I'm a B2B business. The biggest difference is you sell wholesale versus individual. We just need to modify and then we'll place you in a different part of that channel. So people are going to go B2B. Oh, cool. I need a POS system. I need soil, oil, whatever. And so they're going to MJ Biz. MJ BizCon's massive, right? We just film with Santa there. Like it's huge. It's awesome. <laughs> That's a good move. That's a two hour movie. That's a really cool movie about legalization actually. Um, um, but the, you know, in those brands in addition, so we don't compete with events because that's an in-person, you can't, you can't change like that energy. But if I only have five minutes and I'm like, oh my God, I love Pam. She was telling me about this, uh, this, this, this um, new hemp pen, whatever. I got to go check it out. They're on this Roku channel now because soon everyone's going to be promoting the channel because they're all on it. So right. like, it's not connected, connected to distribution. They're on Roku, they're on Apple, they're on it where it's like cable. Again, you don't say, oh, I'm on Cox. You're like, I'm on ESPN. Depending where you get that, it's Cox cable, Spectrum, it's the app, it's their streaming, whatever. So it right. doesn't matter. For us, it's connected. And what connected is doing, we're going to help promote connected, connected across all the TV, in the billboards, on those, on the ground. Like we're talking with people, we're working with people on the ground now. So you're going to start seeing, you know, different um, pamphlets or things to download the app or um, 
or to advertise on the app, again, depending on where it is. And so the whole purpose is, it's truly, it's a, it, it is its own event platform. And then yeah. we add events. So we we're going to have like live streams and then education. And, you know, we are partnering with different event stuff that we'll, we'll have eventually we'll have some added subscription. If people want to delve deeper into the education and, and stuff. So again, we have the mechanisms that not many really have in this space. Um, like Jimmy, Jimmy's on Roku, I think in Apple, um, but even, and I've been on Jimmy's show, so his content is even different though, very interview heavy and stuff like that, where we'll have podcasts of different people, but we're, we're not, we're, we're a real mix of content yeah. and everything other than that women's series, because they uploaded their own, own stuff is professionally filmed. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it looks beautiful. I've, I've looked at a couple. Yeah, no, it's, it's really nice. Um, So, so everybody talks about, oh, the restrictions, we can't, um, you know, we can't advertise on, you know, mainstream media and things like that. So I know that you're kind of vetting everybody's um, material coming into your station, but how, how is it that you're out there on, on a streaming TV selling cannabis content, basically, or promoting cannabis content? I thought that, and you know, you're on Amazon and Apple and how, so that they allow cannabis content, you know, because you hear in one ear, oh, marketers, you can't do anything because no one will let you advertise. But now talking to you, you know, CBS took you in for a sec, you know, for a little bit. Um, and that didn't seem to be um, because they didn't seem to break their deal with you because of, you know, regulations. They seemed, you know, other factors. So what is the, what is the situation? What is the real deal with that basically about advertising cannabis on these streaming platforms? So it's twofold. Um, number one, there's too many, too many marketers that have zero experience talking about these things. So be careful. Mm-hmm. I would, I would really check in with, well, what is your experience in that? Because I've, it's something I fight and deal with daily um, especially as a woman in this space. And, it, you know, you got to pick and choose your battles. And so I think that often, if you were to look who's saying these things at the end, it, they offer their services. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two is um, there is advertising. It's not blanket um, advertising for everyone but absolutely with certainty you can advertise on programmatic you can advertise um on mobile we could i could geofence but when it comes to the advertising you know the other thing is make sure you know people are so used to asking questions that don't even align with them like and even the state one someone asked me the other day oh well you know would it only be my state that i'm in and i said no why? Because you don't want that. You don't want to be the one unknown. <laughs> you want to be known. You yeah. always want brand awareness. What if someone's coming to Jersey? You know, people coming to Jersey and New York. What oh. if somebody in California wants to license your brand or your technology? And what in some amount of time we will have interstate commerce. You want to be the one that's not known? 
Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. do that to yourself, especially at these pricing, because this isn't going to stay the same either. So it's having these conversations when people have never advertised, they don't understand it. And then, you know, um, things like that is because you it's so many new people in new businesses that never ran a business and never did marketing. I mean, I came from a space in 13, 14, people were like, I don't need marketing. I don't need advertising. Weed sells itself, you know, mm -hmm. uh, go look at Washington and Oregon right now and how much their herb is. So I think that um, people should let people guide them in their lane, you know, but who's going to, who do you answer to? Like, who would you answer to? It's like, you're saying you're, you're kind of vetting these different um, content that's coming through. So you must have guidelines and restrictions that and you I have knowledge. I've been in this space for a long time. I mean, people have told me you can't, and I tell them actually you can't, I already did. And <laughs> okay. So, so again, it's, it's really like, you know, there's a lot of misinformation in this this actual industry, even when people are promoting themselves as media, I'm watching it. I like them for the most part. So I'm not going to call people out. But the reality is have a more than surface conversation with them. And I guarantee you, people won't even know what a CPM stands for is they won't know they did not buy media ever. They never even tried. They wouldn't know where to go. And so for, for me, for the agency, we have contacts and um, partners for years. It's just that people didn't have the proper budgets for the most part to. Um, yeah. It's a big budget. And even with Twitter, for example, like just because you can doesn't mean you should. So you have to have a strategic plan of why and where, not just like, let's just throw a Twitter ad out or a TV ad or, or anything like you can, but what are you expecting back? And so I think people need to have some realistic expectations and understand um, whether it's building a brand awareness or driving leads that things take time, who is their target audience? When is their target audience on Twitter? When are they watching this? You know, I mean, these, these differentiators. And again, I don't know if that's anything but just experience and getting the knowledge either. And so I don't know if new marketers don't know these exist or I, I don't know, but it's, it's an issue. Cause I watch it and I'm, and then I, you know, often get clients come and now they're like, they've been burnt for someone that said they're going to give them something and they didn't cause they couldn't cause they never could. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's it, right now is a really important time. I'm I, actually talking to some people about creating a marketing, producing a marketing type of show for this information for industry specifically mm. um to get clear and and even yeah. knowledge what things are what's an email campaign you know what's pay-per-click what's cpm you know why would you advertise in mj biz versus connected tv or you know i mean whatever whatever it is i'm not here to compete with people i'm here to get the knowledge out for those yeah. that want that Right, right. So, so who is your so who is your competition in the space? I mean, is there is there any? I mean, 
Is there, do you see other people, not even competition, like, you know, flat out, because you're building something, you're, you're paving the way, I, I mean, obviously, um, and, uh, you know, your kind of program and, and your kind of TV is something that would appeal to me as a more mature woman, as opposed to, you know, there's a lot of content out there with like, you know, smoker, stoner, weed, hey, we're sitting around smoking a bong and we're going to talk or we're going to tell some jokes. That just doesn't appeal to me. I mean, we have the weed tube that, you know, is, is geared more towards like the, you know, yeah, and I just heard they're not they're they're gonna shut down soon. I just just uh saw yeah, that, I, like that. But then I saw someone on Twitter saying they think it's they're gonna really come back at 420. They're not really shutting down. Oh, oh good. I oh cool. I, don't, I know I think so because it sounds like they they did a lot of work and you know things like that. So I hope that's true. I don't know. I, I did try to get Aaron to come and talk to me. So I you know for this article. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. Um, but but is there anyone else out there that you're seeing doing anything like you're uh, the, the only one that I would say even in a comparative like that's the same level as altered TV and they're, but they're different than us too. Cause they're much broader. Like we're, we're hyper focused in cannabis and this education. Oh, and, that's right. They're, and they're, they're, they're really, yeah, they, they work in cannabis, but they're psychedelics. They have scared, like they have a lot of content, but as far as like distribution outlets and stuff, we're, we're on the same level on that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, I think through years, people think that 420 media is competition or, or me or something. I look at things different, Pam. Again, I got into this because my aunt um, died before my eyes and many others since then. And so my competition is the government and stigma. That's it. I work with others um a lot and we're even expanding 420 to work more in a b2b level so other agencies can tap into our resources because we've got so many um so i think that that this this you know there's healthy competition in everything and i love that but i think that in cannabis specifically uh ego is not your amigo and I think that that is this this false narrative of competition has created more divide when when really we need to come together more because, you know, not any of us are going to be able to service the world ourselves anyway. Right. And who wants to? What are we never going to sleep? <laughs> Seriously, no. I, I see you as a platform for creators to come. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're, you're creating a platform for the, the creators to come and you can elevate them and push this up. Um, that's how, so actually on in that note, um, are there any creators out there that you think that you're, maybe you can't even say yet because they haven't come onto your platform, but do you, do you see people just trying to produce some content, some, you know, good quality, not not really entertaining, I guess, edutainment, I, I would say, because yeah. I also believe in, in the educational aspect is super important right now. Yeah, I do. I see, I, I see a lot more um, digital and video content and yeah, I'm a stalker in the industry. I like checking out different things that are going on and, and, you know, just seeing how they work over time too, and then thinking how things fit. So, so right now um, I'm in talks with a few people to bring their podca podcasts on. Cause I think podcasts like this are fun too, especially industry stuff. Um, 
and I'm looking at other content creators. Um, yeah what their shows are or their movies and things and, and at the same time talking with the team and figuring out okay well doing that well, what are we doing and so I know we I I did we're doing a little test on a few and there will be like you know different ways of whether there's a rev share or we're doing you know different sponsorship or if they have produced like just different kind of arrangements um, we're not like acquiring any content like that at this point, but it's, it, it doesn't seem outside the realm of things over time, you know? So right yeah. now it's really building and, you know, bringing in some of my, I have dinner with a friend Monday that, you know, these are Netflix and, and prime and people that will produce real TV. So yeah. now I'm like, come on. You know? Yeah, I tell you, from my my film, I told you I came from the film background. It's been a long time, but I, I tell you, after kind of researching you and thinking about this whole part, I'm like, wow, this is so tempting just to kind of come up with something and just jump on in there. You never know. Um, so I know we're, I, I don't want to waste any more of your time because we've been going for a long time, but I guess I would just uh, love to end this with, are you looking for investors or do you have investors? How are you growing? What's that next step and plateau for the show though? I see you've told us a lot of that, but how are you doing with the, with investors? Yeah, we, we will be taking investors um, soon, you know, not today exactly, but definitely soon because we're scaling on a rapid, rapid level and, um, the people we need are expensive. Yeah. You know? So that's really like the proper, so we will, um, right now we're actually in pre-production for an investor series, which is really cool. And it's hosted by this, um, it will, we didn't shoot yet. We hosted by this woman, uh, Sarah Letterman, who's not in cannabis at all. And she's a funder and um, from the outside world. And we have a whole, I'll, I'll send you some info. It's, it's being put into a media kit now. I'm deciding this week with team if we're going to film at Benzinga for this, that or not, because it's kind of tight and it's a big show. It's, it's not just an event series. But it's really, it's a six part series that is really gonna, it's called um, Alt Invest X. And it's gonna really take viewers on a deep dive into the space. And it has different headings from, you know, female founders to mm -hmm. sustainability to, so it's each episode will be different. Mm -hmm. um, so I almost feel like maybe that's a good education first and then we'll go into that investment round too, you know? Yeah. Is it like a shark tank kind of thing? Or is it just talking about how you, how no, to? It's, it's going to be a program that's both, it's, it's multi. So it'll be combined with um, interviews with different people, as well as on location, it could, where they are. Um, so it's not, although I love, I do want to, I have a series I like with that, that similarity to the shark tank. Um, but I, this is, people are so confused right now. So everything is really to kind of clear the air. Hey, yeah, exactly. You know what? Exactly. That is so well put. People are so confused right now, everywhere. 
I mean, well, e at least on the East Coast, because the West Coast has been dealing with it for a long time. But here on the East Coast, it's absolute chaos. Anyway, um, we've been on for an hour, so I just want to say thank you. I thought that was really great, unless there's anything else that you want to add in there. But I feel like we got it all. I had a great time, and I'm glad you're doing this, and I'm glad we got to meet. This is yeah. uh yeah, it's important information. So I look forward to meeting you in person one of these days. All Thank right. you so much. Thank you, Carrie. Okay, we'll be in touch. Carrie's here. Mm-hmm.
So I just have to do this differently. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.